I, I mean, there's been different experiences. Like, I really like just the look on people's faces when I was doing trauma magic down at Scissors Crossing, and they'd they'd come up on this tarp with a bunch of balls and rollers, and there were beers, and there was music, and they'd be like, "Oh my God, I can roll out!" And they'd like run to the tarp, and I'd see all these people like rolling out their their sore muscles. But then it was just like a party, you know? They'd just be talking. And and it was fun. And then um, the other, I mean, this was more of like me meeting up with some folks at a hostel. But welcome to the Hiking Through podcast. I'm Erin Egan, and this episode's going to be a little different. Today's guest is Balls known off-trail as Merrick Bowers, started Rology to find a super lightweight, environmentally friendly source for recovery balls in order to relieve pain while in the backcountry. In this episode, we talk about ways rolling can help to keep you out on trail, what size ball works best for different things, and how hugging a tree can help. He'll be at Cascade Locks this year for trail days, and if you hashtag share your balls, Merrick has a special treat for you. You can find this episode and all previous episodes at hiking-through.com, where you can also find show notes, photos, and links for any gear mentioned in this podcast. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcast and all the other podcast places. Enjoy my conversation with Balls. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I literally am in the middle of the Mojave Desert. So <laughs> <laughs> then I'm feeling very lucky that I have your that I have this, this good connection. Now, what are you doing in what are you doing in Utah? Are you familiar with Outdoor Retailer, the big uh, expo yeah. in Denver? Yeah, I was out there this week. I drove from uh, I drove from Los Angeles. I'm from LA, and I drove to Denver last Monday. And I basically just hung out at the expo for three days. And then um, I'm driving back to California today. Well, and yesterday. Yeah. So so you basically didn't go through Monument Valley Valley on your way back? Um, no, I took a route. I took the 70. Mm-hmm. Um, so I drove right by Moab, yep. uh, Grand Junction to Moab, and then um, just kind of flew through Beaver and Cedar City and St. George. Yep. Uh, I know it well. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, it was the first time I'd ever seen that um, area called the Reef uh, mm-hmm. along the 70. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so beautiful. And I saw a double rainbow. It was awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, I, I find north of the 70 is beautiful, but south of the 70 in Utah is amazing. It's stunning. Mm hmm. What piqued my interest so much about when you reached out was it was almost like you read my mind (laughs) because I've been pretty open about the fact that I'm doing the PCT next year. And and part of the reason that I wanted to do it next year was that's what I turned 50. And Mm. so it's kind of like, you know, do do a big year with a big event, a big thing. And I've been an athlete my entire life. And I've accumulated, we'll call it injuries, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so at this point, every time that I do something or anytime that I do something that's a little funky, I, you know, I have the, I have a potential to be injured uh, and it takes right. a really long time to recover from that, relatively speaking. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking for any ideas and, and I am completely eyes wide open thinking that, you know, six months on the trail hiking, there's going to be injuries and there's going to be a lot of, you know, repetitive use injuries and things like that. And so I'm looking mm-hmm. for for tips and tricks and, uh, you know, any sort of hacks to, to <laughs> making the, the trip as successful as possible, basically. Yeah. I mean, as far as I, so, I mean, I too have had a lot of injuries um, because I've been an athlete like pretty much my whole adult life. And a lot of them come from running uh, and, you know, overuse of, 
uh, and doing certain things, but I just discovered using a ball to not only help um, recovery after you're injured, but also just aid in like keeping the muscles supple um, has really, really made me quite injury free. But when I do dumb stuff, I still do dumb stuff. I still hurt myself. I mean, I've been in PT or I was in PT for 12 weeks this year, which was pretty rough, but the ball helps with recovery with that too. So, but yeah, if you, if you could kind of talk a little bit more about that, because I know the, there's a, there's some information on your website about kind of your, on your about page about it, but my journey. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if, yeah, if you yeah. could kind of talk me through that a little. Um, so my name is Merrick Bowers and I'm the founder of Rology and Rology is a company that uh, specializes in ultra lightweight uh, self-care products like massage balls and massage rollers. And um, everything's made out of cork because it's super lightweight and the properties of it are very interesting because it's very dense. Um, but you can also throw it in your backpack and it weighs like next to nothing. So uh, that's why I was really interested in using cork as a material. But I started using massage balls probably, I don't know, like five years ago. I've been a runner. I started running in college. And, you know, when you're 19, you can basically do anything. You're invincible. <laughs> yeah. You don't get injured. But then as I continued running into my 20s and also added some other activities like hiking and backpacking, I really became an avid hiker and backpacker. Um, my feet started giving me some real issues, as did my knees. And with my feet, I was training for, I think I was training for a half marathon or, or a marathon. I was actually training for a marathon. And as I got up into the numbers, um, I noticed that I would just wake up in the middle of the night with these severe pains in my arches. And it got so bad that like, even during the day, I could barely walk. I was limping and, and I couldn't run. So I was pretty down because I put so much effort into training. And um, a friend of mine said, well, have you ever tried a lacrosse ball? And I said, well, what do you even mean by that? And she's like, well, here's this ball. And you basically put it under your foot and you roll it back and forth. Like, you know, you give yourself a massage. Mm -hmm. I thought, okay, well, that's interesting. And I tried it and I thought, oh my gosh, this has changed my life because it's such a simple tool. You don't even think about it as like using a lacrosse ball as a massage device, but it completely alleviated my plantar fasciitis symptoms within like a week or so. Uh, and then I also learned that you could do the same with a tennis ball, but obviously the density and, um, you know, it's, it's softer mm-hmm. and more pliable than a lacrosse ball. So it didn't help me as much as the lacrosse ball. But anyway, I, you know, since I'm a backpacker, I thought, well, this is a great idea. I'm going to take this ball with me on my backpacking trip. That wasn't my favorite thing to do, actually, because it was heavy and I like going ultra light when I backpack. So I, I begrudgingly did take it with me, but then I thought, okay, how do I get the same effect, the same density, um, but with a lighter weight product? And so that's when I put two and two together and I thought, let's do cork. And, and that's, that's how I came upon the, the cork, the cork massage ball. How many different uh, types of balls did you try before you settled on cork? Uh, pro- I tried a lot of them that are available right now. Like you can go to REI and mm-hmm. they have a, like a display of yeah. six or seven different types of balls off different like foamy material, rubber material. Some have bumps on them. Some are like not bumpy. And I tried them all and, um, you know, it, it just, none of them were light enough for me. And I also didn't like the bumpy, the bumpiness, uh, that, that surface to me wasn't therapeutic. I like something that feels therapeutic and that, that really did nothing for me. And then also I was interested in the sustainability of cork. Um, it's an, it's a sustainable eco-friendly resource and, um, you know, it's, it's renewable. So I, I really appreciated that because I try to live my life in a very eco-friendly way. Right. Like uh, smallest footprint as possible. Yeah. Definitely. And, and certainly when you're out on the trail in any way, shape or form, that's a huge piece of it as well. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, there's one other type of ball that I tried, which I, which actually inspired another size of our product. Um, I tried using a golf ball because mm-hmm. that size is really interesting. You can use it to get into like your, like deeper into your, the fourth, your forefoot and into your heel 
you know, it's like basically taking your thumb and pushing it really hard yeah. into a trigger point. But I didn't like the golf ball because it slipped and it also just it didn't feel great. Like it wasn't a great surface. So um, that inspired the 1.9 inch um, smaller mini ball. And I, I feel like I, sh- I should say right up front that uh, unless you tell me otherwise, neither one of us are doctors, neither one of us uh, are anything like that, but we've, we've been athletes. And so we've tried almost everything to try to alleviate pain and stiffness and soreness. So exactly. Yeah. For me, it's been uh, learning through experience, yeah. also learning through talking to people about their pain and understanding the way the body works. Um, you know, I do talk to a lot of PTs. There are PTs right now that are using the balls for their own patients and we chat about things. And for me, um, I can learn a lot from them, but when I, when I convey the things that I've learned to hikers, I try to talk about things in a simple way. Like, okay, you have pain in your leg. Uh, it's on the side of your leg. All right, let's see what we could do about that by rolling here. And I point to their bodies and I show them where they can roll. And I think that's easy for them to understand. It's like see, learning by demonstration. Right. Yeah. Now, I guess kind of circling back to the, to the balls that you have. So you have a something that's a golf ball size. At this point, right. you have something that's more of a yep. lacrosse size ball. Correct. Um, do you have anything that's and bigger then, than that or? Yes. Uh, we're actually doing a soft launch of um, our big ball. <laughs> that's basically the name. It's uh, four inches. So the, the mini is 1.9 inches. The uh, classic size is 2.5 inches. And then the big ball is four inches. And the big ball is, is, you know, it's, it'd be a little bit harder to take in a backpack, but it's great mm-hmm. to keep at home. Um, it's awesome for larger muscles. And I mean, I, I use it on my glutes and my, my hamstrings and my quads. And then I also really like it for, um, like a hip relief. It's, it's funny. We're talking about this cause I'm, I'm literally in the middle of rehabbing some sort of injury or overuse or whatever that I got. And I'm using a lacrosse ball on my glutes. Um, which is so fun after a workout. Uh, <laughs> fun with quotes, you mean? Exactly. <laughs> fun with big quotes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I call it um, hurt, like awfully good hurt. Awfully basically. good hurt. Yeah, exactly. Uh, awfully good. <laughs> now, how, so I guess to, to drill down a little bit, plantar fasciitis is obviously a very common problem for for anybody who's on their feet a lot and doing the kind of stuff that we want to do or that we're doing are, what are you finding in terms of that's been successful for you uh, working at just rolling your whole foot, rolling your arch, you know, um, switching for me, balls? I, yeah. So for me, I, I, I used the 2.5 inch. So like the standard lacrosse ball size. Um, but what I found most useful was to, roll the entire foot, but I would do it in like sections. So I'd roll um, under the ball of my foot. I'd roll not only like top to bottom of the forefoot, but also left to right. So like across, mm. across massage. And then for my arches, I'd roll like to the sides, um, like to my inner foot and then also to my outer foot. And then again, side to side. And then the heel, I'd do the same thing. But then also I'd use the smaller balls for more of a trigger point release. So a trigger point is basically like you find a knot or you find a painful spot on your foot or any other part of your body and you put pressure on the ball and you keep holding it and you feel like this release if you hold it for about 15 seconds. And I found that immensely helpful when I did that on my forefoot or like under the ball of my foot and then as uh, on like my heels. And that's what I show hikers and they find it it helps them too. It's very therapeutic. So, so you're basically rolling, meaning just kind of rolling over the ball. And then when you yep. find a tender spot, you stop and hold it, or do you specifically go back and, and do the, the tender spots? Um, I specifically go back and do okay. the tender spots because I like to do like a full massage of the foot um, before I really get into like the deep, I, I guess it's like the deep tissue. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But other people I've talked to will say after they, they finish up for the day, they'll take off their boots and they'll, um, they'll take the small ball and they'll just 
hold on to those trigger points. It's kind of like you do you. So if you have a spot that's particularly painful or flaring up, that that trigger point release can can really do wonders. And then they they massage it out afterwards. So again, it's it's you do you whatever feels good to you. Right. You you have options between different balls, between Correct. different techniques, different styles, I guess if you want to call it that. Yeah, exactly. And it's not you know, it's not textbook, right? I I when I tell people about rolling out, I tell them that the most important thing is you're taking care of yourself. Um that's rology's mission, you know, in life or in businesses. Mm-hmm to be of service and to teach people how to take care of themselves. And that's why we take a a holistic approach for the mind and the body. So, you know, someone's asking me questions like, how do I, how do I fix my pain? And like, you can't fix it, but you can start helping yourself and start like teaching your body um, how to move differently or how to massage itself and, or use the balls to massage. Right. Yeah. How does how does the cork hold up over the long term? Like if somebody were to take this out with them on the trail, you're talking five months, six months, or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. How how does the cork hold up? So far, so good. I've done a, I did a lot of testing before I started actually um, like selling the balls, and they dry out. So if they get wet, they they dry out well. Um, they're very durable. I, the hikers, you know, a lot of hikers are posting stories on Instagram of their balls and, um, they get dirty. I mean, like mm-hmm. everything does. On this <laughs> hike. But, what are you talking uh, about? I, mean, I thought that was pristine. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you know, it's really funny. Uh, I, cause I do a lot of hiker outreach. I meet up with hikers out on the trail at trailheads or at hostels. And I always take new balls with me and I ask them, I said, you know, it's been 500 miles. Do you guys want to swap out your balls for a new ball? And they're like, no, 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 no. We like our dirty balls. They're, they're vintage at this point. And so <laughs> it, that always makes me laugh. And then some, you know, something that even was even more special to me than hearing that was uh, a through hiker posted that so many of them have the balls. Now they all look the same, but they're writing the names on them. Mm. And I was like, Oh my God, that's amazing. So it's, it's pretty cool to hear that the balls are rolling down the PCT. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's funny you you were just saying that, and the picture, the image that came to my mind is Castaway Wilson. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, put some eyes, a little nose, mouth on it, and I would love that if someone <laughs> listens to this podcast and draws a face on their ball, I will like freaking like freak out. Yeah. <laughs> Be amazing! I'll send them a free ruler. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, yeah, because cause what I was thinking, what was literally just going through my mind was, you know how people t- sometimes take like little action figures with them somewhere, and uh, my friend has this yep. little action figure that she calls Adventure Man, and so she takes pictures of it in different places doing different things, like Adventure Man on an adventure, and you could sort of do that oh, with the ball. Yeah. I love that. That's a great idea. Okay, someone needs to do that. Please. <laughs> we need to get this out there so that they can uh, they can take. Uh, they got to name their balls, I guess. Exactly. You know, this is my ball. His name's Tom. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think I have a trail name now, though. I think I think they call me Balls. I think that's my trail <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you get when you're saying you're doing tra- uh, hiker outreach, are you you're just sort of randomly showing up at trailheads and hostels and things like that, or? Um, a, a little bit of both. So I was invited by, um, some hikers. I don't know if you know Prodigy. He, he's done the Triple Crown. Um, he invited me to do some trail magic with him at a couple of locations along the PCT, which was great because at both locations, I took a bunch of demo balls, um, demo balls, meaning, uh, just spare balls that I had and, and also the rollers. And I literally took a tarp and, and I put it down on the ground. And so any hikers that came to where we were, they just sat and rolled out with us for a couple hours and had some beers and we chatted and it was really, really wonderful to, to talk to them and also get their feedback on like how they were feeling and how the, how rolling out made them feel, but it helped them, you know, what techniques did they use? And I also, I get a lot of questions when I do things like trail magic because someone will come to me and say, my knee hurts. And they'll look at me and I'll say, okay, well, let's start. 
Yeah, exactly. I, I say, well, let's start, let's talk about your pain. And then I'll show them some techniques and, you know, send them, send them off with a ball. But, um, other, other things I've done, I've gone to hostels because I've known people that are hiking through. So I'll meet them at the hostel and then you end up having a rolling party. Um, and then randomly, let's see, I was, I was up in Mammoth and, you know, I follow a lot of hikers on Instagram and they follow me. And so I'll just like post a story. Hey guys, I'm in Mammoth. Anybody need a ride? So I ended up giving some people a ride, uh, like seven or eight, no, like 10 hikers, mm-hmm. um, this, uh, like uh, a few weeks ago. And then also I go, I visit two foot adventures. So, um, they were at Warner Springs and at Kennedy Meadows. So I visit with them too. And that was this year or that's just been in years past? Uh, no, that was all this year. Okay. So I'm, I'm pretty busy guy. Yeah. I like to drive. getting so, around. <laughs> yeah. Well, but you know what? Nothing gives me, honestly, like, like I said, Rology's, I don't like to call Rology a product company. You know, we're not selling products, we're selling service. And it's, it gives me so much joy to be of service to people. So I get a lot out of it, just meeting people and talking to them and, and getting to know them. So I made a lot of new friends, which has been awesome. Yeah. You're besties now. Are well, you- yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say like these are like the people that I meet. I feel, you know, the ones that I, I connect with so many people, they're just uh, people. There's so many different types of people that have so many different stories, like why they came to the PCT, what their goal is along the PCT. Um, I love learning about their stories and then it's fun to share my own. So I, the bonds that I've made with the people that I've met has been incredible. So yeah, I love it. Are you, so when you, when you're meeting people and doing a little trail magic and you know, you give them a ball and and they take it with them, are they, they following up with you later and, and, and telling you how the ball has helped? Yes. I would say in most cases I get, I will, I hear from them in a few mm-hmm. weeks and I, it's always like, Hey Merrick, the ball is magic. Uh, <laughs> it's helped me so much. All my friends want balls, you know, and, and that's pretty much how we got, I mean, how the Rology balls got kind of big. I mean, people started talking to each other and people started seeing the difference it was making on their trip. Their tra- I, I just mixed track and trick together. So <laughs> on their on their trap on their track. So um, yeah, people were just seeing the the benefit and and yeah, I got a lot of messages on Instagram. That's pretty much how I keep in touch with everybody on Instagram. So mm-hmm. it's fun because we share pictures and yeah, it's it's a good time. Yeah. How much do the how much do the different balls weigh? Because you know how everybody's so ultra light. Um, and, yeah. and so focused on, on every ounce. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, the, the smallest ball, the cork mini is 0.7 ounces. The classic is a little bit heavier. It's like around 1.4 ounces. And then the, um, the bigger ball is around, uh, like three to four ounces. So not, it's not, it, none of this. None of these are are heavy. I remember I was down at Two Foot Adventures when they were in Warner Springs, and I was talking to Mary, the owner, and I brought the balls down. And the first thing she did was she took out her kitchen scale, and she weighed it. <laughs> and she looked at me, and she looked at the ball and the scale and was like, this is doable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, I, I've, I, it's funny. Like I have literally talked to people who, you know, literally were so focused on going light or ultra light that, that things were trade-offs. Like Songbird, you know, gave up extra clothes, extra underwear in order to be able to carry coffee or, or something like that. It's very, very weight conscious. Yeah. And I, and I respect that and I understand it. Um, I think that's why the minis are, probably the most popular at this point, just with the through hiker community outside of the through hiker community, people tend to prefer the classic just because it's a little bit more versatile. I mean, with a bigger ball, you get a little more out of it in terms of using it on like your bigger muscles. So your legs and your butt um, and your back, of course, with the smaller ball, you can really, you can still hit those, those areas, but um, 
it digs in a little bit deeper and, you know, sometimes you have those hard to reach areas. So, but again, the weight savings with the mini is, is considerable, especially if you're counting like 0.1 ounces and things like that. (laughs) Which people do. I know. I know. (laughs) Though I I could imagine with the mini, with a, with a golf ball sized ball, um, you know, doing that on like your IT or doing that on your glutes would be extremely painful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's videos of me where I look like I'm dying. Um, I, I, so, so I definitely test all the products out on myself and I publish, um, videos of me using the balls on Instagram just to give people an idea of how to use them. And I think I have like angry, uh, angry, angry face in almost all my videos and, um, you know, what I tell people is just breathe through the pain and it hurts awfully good. But the one there is, I do put an asterisk by it. And I say that, you know, you want to do something that ultimately feels good for your body. And so if you're holding, like never roll on a bone, never roll on a joint, never roll on a strain because, you know, you roll on a strain, a strain is a pulled muscle. You're going to make it worse. Don't obviously roll on a fracture and, <laughs> Uh, if, if you're, if you're holding on, you know, I mentioned trigger points earlier, if you're holding on a trigger point and after 15 seconds, you don't feel like this release, this almost like flood of, of good, good, warm, fuzzy, then you might want to back off. Um, because that could give you an idea, like you're actually trying, you're working on injured tissue and ice and rest might be better. Yeah. Well, and, and it's funny that you say that because I've also found particularly when I have to do something like I have knots in my neck or my back and I, and I do that, that sometimes it's, it's a process that, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll, I'll put pressure on the knot, but it's lighter and, you know, it doesn't fully release, but it gets a little bit better. And then the next day it's a little, I can push a little harder and then the next day and the next day, but it's a process of, of doing it, of pressure of extended pressure, mm-hmm. I should say, versus it instantaneously happening in one moment. Exactly. I'm really glad that you brought that up. That's a, that, I mean, that's a great point, especially if you've never rolled out before or used a massage ball. You know, it's it, like you said, it's a process and it takes time to loosen up that tissue, especially, you know, I don't know if you roll out your IT bands, but the first time I ever rolled out my <laughs> IT bands, I literally thought I was killing myself. I'm like, yes. this is not supposed to happen. You are not supposed to do this to your body. And, and, but I, I persisted, but I backed off and I did it more gently. And I eased up on like the downward pressure by actually rolling out against a wall, which oh, you can yeah. do if it's, yeah, if you, if your body weight on top of the ball is too much, it hurts too much, just find a wall or a tree and roll up against it. And that helps a lot. But yeah, it took, it, it took at least a couple months for my IT bands to loosen up. But once I did that, my knee pain virtually went away. I mean, sometimes I still have knee aches, but the IT band rolling helped that, that a lot. It's funny that, you know, you're talking about your IT band, you know, so much, I find so much of the time that when I have issues in my hips or glutes or my, my knees or whatever, if I literally start at the bottom and mm-hmm. roll my feet, then, you know, do some, do some stretching hamstrings and so forth, and then roll a little higher and roll my calf and roll my IT and roll my glutes. But starting at the bottom, starting with my feet helps to loosen everything up above it versus mm-hmm. if I had just started at my hips and left it at that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's all connected, right? I, mm-hmm. I did something super stupid at the gym back in, gosh, I guess it was January. I was, um, I overextended my hip flexor basically. Mm-hmm. And so I had a psoas injury and I, and I had to go to PT for 12 weeks. And, <clears throat> you know, I was feeling pain, not only in the front of my hip, I was feeling it under my rib cage. I was feeling it um, in my lower back and I didn't have damage to my, under my ribs. I didn't have damage to my lower back, but the inflammation um, and just the compensation 
like of that injured hip or like the other muscles compensating for the injured hip was affecting my, that entire side of my body. And it was really frustrating in my PT, you know, she said, it's going to take time. You have an injury. You need to um, self massage and, and take care of yourself and, and, and avoid some of the activities that you're doing just for a little bit of time. And, you know, I still have some, a little bit of pain in my hip, but it's getting better. So yeah, it's all connected. Oh, it's totally all connected. And it's so funny because the recipe is more often than not, it's going to take time, but Mm -hmm. who wants to take time and then, and then remember to do it every day. Right. Um, One, one thing that I, I I do want to mention is that, you know, it's not just, so rolling to me is very magic, magical. Like it's, it definitely has a purpose and it's super helpful, but I talk to hikers who are feeling pain and their pain is like, it's pretty severe. And so I recommend during the zero days that they ice it, they rest, they elevate, and sometimes they compress. So RICE is obviously mm-hmm. the acronym. Um, and sometimes that's all you can do. And those zero days, they're so important for that. So I really want to encourage hikers to take care of themselves on their days of rest and, and, you know, keep, keep an eye out for those injuries. And if they need to talk to a PT um, or they have questions for a PT, I, I know PTs and I'm happy to put them in touch. Copy. Definitely. And that's, and that is actually a really good point. I've, I've talked to so many people who have talked about the fact that, you know, obviously when you're doing something like a through hike, you expect your feet to hurt to some extent because you're doing so much mileage and you're on them for so long, but then they're continuing to hurt once you finish. And, and I'm wondering like, what, what have you heard from people in terms of self care on the trail that helps alleviate that, you know, and, and I think some of it you just talked about, which was rest, ice, compression, elevation, when you're not on your feet, mm-hmm. just as a simple thing. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think that, well, I, so when I'm not hiking, I, I definitely wear different shoes. Um, I, you know, try to get off my feet and not do the same activities that I was doing that may have caused pain right in my feet. So I, let's see when I was, when I was having run like pain in my feet, when I was running, I try not to wear my running shoes as much as possible. And like, uh, but also I, I would try not to wear flip flops. I would, I would definitely wear something that had an arch support in it. Um, the other thing that really helps strengthen my feet, and this is, uh, I'm not necessarily going to re- recommend this for everybody, but it worked for me was I started using zero drop shoes, you know, that don't have a built in arch and that really strengthened my feet a lot. So, and then just doing other activities like walking, uh, but maybe on like a different type of terrain. So grass, uh, a track, and then like cycling, you know, swimming. Mm-hmm. Something to change the use of the muscle usage. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you got to give your feet a break. You got to give any muscle that's, or any tissue that's feeling, feeling overused. I mean, just give it a chance to, to recover and rest. Yeah. Do you, do you like if when you're doing backpacking or or hiking or that kind of thing when you take a rest do you end up elevating your feet or taking your shoes off letting your feet breathe that kind of thing Um I do I so, uh, usually I take my shoes off but it kind of depends on the situation so um <clears throat> I <laughs> Maybe, maybe this makes me not an ultra light backpacker, but I usually pack a really cheap pair of flip flops in my, mm-hmm. my backpack. And I, whenever I get a chance to take off my boots and walk around in my flip flops, I do. Um, and that's because I just feel like they need to like, air out and feel like they can sort of I, I mean, just they, they get so swollen inside those boots. It's like I need to give them a chance to to relax. And then I always roll out when I take a break uh, on a backpacking trip. And I do it even when I'm on a winter like mountaineering trip. I roll out in my tent. Um, How does that usually, work? Yeah. Particularly for your feet. Just, yeah, for my feet. Um, 
I, I, I just do it. Like I, I move my sleeping pad and sleeping bag away. And, and then I just like kind of fold my, like bend my knees and push my foot onto the ball. It's more like a trigger point release. The, the actually this, the, the most benefit that I get rolling out in my tent is when I take the classic size balls, the 2.5 inch, inch balls, and I put them under uh, my lower back. So on either side of, of my, my spine and my lower back area, and I just lie on top of them for 15 minutes. And I firmly believe that that is what allows me to get out of bed in the morning in my tent and feel no back pain whatsoever. It is awesome. So, so talk me through this a little bit more because I'm trying to visualize. So you're sure. saying you take your class, the classic size ball and you have yep. just one ball and you put it. So it's 15 minutes on each side of your spine or, or 15 minutes right. total. Okay. Right. I do it. I usually do it on, on 15 minutes on one side and then I switch to the other side. I don't put it directly on the base of my spine, right. like on my tailbone. I put it to the right hold it for 15 minutes of read or, you know, whatever. And then I switch it to the left and it, I, that I just feel such a release, like almost a melting of that tension around the ball. And, um, I, you know, I did that on my winter mountaineering trip that I took to mammoth, um, back in March. And it, I, this was after eight hours a day of snowshoeing. And so oh, I had Jesus. significant, Tight, yeah, I had significant tightness in my back, but each morning I felt fully recovered and ready to hit the trail again. And I and I and I owe it to the balls. Yeah, I firmly believe that. Now, is this you're putting the pressure down on your your glutes, so on either side of your sacrum or either side? Yeah. Okay, down in your your glute area, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right above my glutes. Yeah. Right, like, kind of like where, where the indentation is. Uh, exactly. Yeah. In your, I guess, hips, butt area, <laughs> so to speak. Precisely. Yeah. I was going to say my dimples because I have like yeah. these funny little dimples on both sides. Not many people know that. Um, but yeah, exactly. Right. On. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you find people use or take the roller with them at all or just the balls? No. I, if someone takes a cork roller with them, I mean, I, I, I think that there's, that's very noble, but, um, <laughs> but actually there's, I, I, okay. So, so let me back up a little bit. I, the, the roller is awesome. I love the roller. It's 12 inches long and, um, like three inches in diameter. And it is great for traveling. If you have a travel suitcase, I put it in my, you know, my little roller bag. It fits perfectly. And so if I'm on a business trip, I get off the plane, I get to my hotel, I roll out with this nice roller and, you know, it fits perfectly in my bag. With the trail, it's very, it's bulky and, you know, you don't want to take up space in your backpack. But mm-hmm. I have these with the, um, if someone buys a set of the, the, the minis or the classic size balls, I have this special bag. It's mesh. It's like a mesh, um, mesh material bag that you can put both balls into and you can cinch it really tight and it turns into like a peanut roller, a mini peanut mobile roller. And so you can actually get the same effect using that as you would using a roller, which is pretty cool. That is really cool. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So, yeah, I, 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 yeah. So, you know, whenever anybody buys a set, I, I usually send them two bags. I send them the, the nice, you know, brushed cotton organic bag and then this mesh bag that looks, I mean, it looks more like a, a bag that you'd see like a, a lacrosse ball in at the gym or something. But yeah. then I tell them is use this. If you want to roll both balls together, like a peanut think ultralight mobile roller. Yeah. And if you have enough pain, you'll try anything. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I got, I've gotten really good feedback on, on that rolling effect using the two balls together. So <coughs> it's definitely helping people. Nice. With, with your backpacking and, and hiking adventures, what other little, uh, hacks, I guess, have you used to help? So you were talking about the one for your back, um, mm-hmm. and, and rolling your feet, I guess. Are there any other ones that, that seem to help you a lot after doing that kind of stuff? 
Yeah, I mean, I I hug a tree a lot, and what I mean by that is I um, do tell. Well, use the I use the balls up against the tree, but you know, for for me, I um I I get some tension in my chest, like my pecs, right, and in the area where like my straps, you know, are um uh, pulling on my chest and on my shoulders. So I just um put the ball up against a tree and then and pull my body into it. Um, so that it's massaging my pec muscle, which, which feels very, very, very good. <laughs> and then also I've used, this was actually a hack that I didn't use on the trail, but I did a video, I don't know, a few weeks ago, I was on a business trip and I forgot my ball. I left it in my suitcase back at the the Airbnb. So I had my Nalgene bottle and my, my back was really hurting. So I rolled out using my Nalgene bottle and, um, you know, you can use that. It's, you have to use what you, what's available to you. And the roller feels better, but that's, that's one of the other hacks I could think of off the top of my head. Yeah. And I guess like if you're out on the trail, you know, and you didn't have a ball with you or, or you needed, you know, something particularly from a, from a trigger point perspective, you could probably, you could use a rock, you know, find a rock of the right size and, um, and just pressure. Yeah. That as a pressure point. It's not perfect, but. Yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 the only thing I would say is just to be careful because obviously for, you know, if you, uh, it's, it causes abrasion or you might mm-hmm. like cut your, cut yourself and, you know, risk infection. But with, um, I have posted some videos for hikers who have specifically said that they have pain, um, that, that's in certain areas and they weren't sure if rolling was going to be the thing that would help it. And so you can use like your fingers. Um, you can, you can massage the tendons. So I, I can't remember. I did one where I was massaging the tendons on the top of my feet. Um, and that really helped one of the hikers that I was talking to. So you can use your thumbs to push into different parts of your feet, just like you would the mini ball. And, mm-hmm. and you can also just stretch. I mean, stretching is extremely important. And I don't know if m- most hikers stretch. It seems <laughs> a lot of them don't. Um, and, and I think that's another thing I forgot to mention. Whenever I take a break, um, I always stretch and I use my hiking poles to, uh, I use one hiking pole. I hold it with both hands and I put it behind my head right? So I'm stretching the, my back and my shoulders. And, um, and then I also can use my hiking pole to, uh, like the trigger point release in my, or to release my hips as well. You can basically put the, the end of the pole on the ground and then put it right where your psoas is and push into it. And that that's a great psoas release. Like pushing the, the handle in. Right. Right. Got it. Yeah. Just don't, just don't flip over the pole and use the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't recommend that. <laughs> that might hurt. It could, it could, yeah. You could skewer yourself, basically. Exactly, exactly. It, it's funny because when you were just saying that um, about stretching, I was thinking about that, and and one of the things that I have started doing for myself again because of years and years of, you know, little injuries here and there and, and niggling injuries is stretching, but stretching for an extended period of time. So as opposed to like Mm -hmm. 15, 20 seconds, like trying to hold something for 90 seconds or, or something like that. Um, and it's interesting how much that has helped just having a larger range of motion, just the basic function of having a larger range of motion has helped. Right. Exactly. And just speaking to that now, I'm, I'm a strong advocate of self-care and one of the things that I do to prepare myself to go out on a trail, and I recommend this for anybody to try is before you go on your trip, go to a couple of yoga classes um, and actually try to go to try to go for a few weeks to yoga leading up to your hike, because not only does it help you, I mean, it helped me with my flexibility considerably and also with my posture. And then I was able to take some of my practice out on the trail with me. So during breaks, I would do some, some yoga poses, um, to just like make my body feel better and more restored. So I recommend that as well. 
do, do, are there any good pictures out there of, of somebody on a through hike doing a, a downward dog into a cobra into a, you know, whatever, a sun, sun god or whatever? I'll, I'll do a video. I'll do a picture. I'll do some pictures <laughs> of that. I'll do a video. I'll be like, watch me with my awesome yoga moves. <laughs> In this beautiful, pristine wilderness. Exactly. Yeah. I think, I mean, I, I'm sure people do like these awesome yoga, um, like, what is it called? The, when you do the series of the yoga moves. But yeah, I think I've seen people doing yoga out in the wilderness. I, just, I haven't really done like a whole, a whole thing, but I've done some poses. Mm-hmm. I'm not very majestic when it comes to yoga. <laughs> I'm kind of like, <laughs> I'm a beginner. Yeah. As am I. As am I. But it has helped. I, I, I will say this. It has helped my posture and my flexibility. Yeah. It's so interesting to me as I've, as I've gotten older, how things that you totally take for granted as you're, when you're younger, um, become so much more important. It's like those little details, you know, Mm -hmm. okay. If, if I do this and it makes that sore, if I'm smart enough to do something now about it as opposed to go, Oh, it'll go away. Then, you know, it, it will actually go away as opposed to become something that's bigger over the long term. Yeah, exactly. The um, So I'm 38 and I'm finding my body's changing as I yes. age. And it, it, it used to be, I think a f- couple of years ago, it was really confronting for me because I'm like, what is going on? Like this sucks. But then, <laughs> you know, but then I, I started looking at it as more of a gift and the gift is, okay, Merrick, you're, you're getting older. It's time to really look at your body and learn about your body and learn how to maintain, you know, your athleticism as you get older. And my, my grandma used to say, use it or lose it. And I think that's true. I have, I actually have two kids, they're 10 and six. And like, I want to, I want to run with them. I want to hike with them. I want to show them, like my love for backpacking and for climbing and to be able to do that, like I got to watch out for those little things, just like you said, and learn how to take care of myself. It's all about self-care. Yeah, it really is. It, it's funny how the term self-care has now become sort of everybody's catchphrase, but it's so important. Absolutely. Yep. That's it's. And again, I, the, we take a holistic approach to it because it's not just, body wellness it's also mind wellness you know you got to get your mind in a certain place to really like be able to fully take care of yourself yeah no absolutely absolutely it's as you said i think you've said before it's all connected yes 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. which it's funny because i think that that's part of the reason why people go out to the wilderness in the first place so mm-hmm. um yeah, I never, I, I, I think I feel most alive when I'm out in the wilderness, um, just because I feel like that's where I belong. But I, it, I even, and you know, I say this because I, I love helping people, but when I'm able to go out into the wilderness with others and just see others thrive as well, it's just so satisfying. So mm-hmm. yeah, the wilderness is a special place. Yeah, no, absolutely. What I'm circling back to something you were talking about earlier, which was doing trail magic and stuff like that. What, mm-hmm. what has been your favorite experience doing trail magic out there um, with people? Oh, geez. <laughs> I know you have to pick one, pick one child. That's, I, I mean, they've been different experiences. Like I really liked, um, just the look on people's faces when I was doing traumatic down at scissors crossing and they'd, they'd come up on this tarp with a bunch of balls and rollers and there were beers and there was music and they'd be like, Oh my God, I can roll out. And they'd like run to the tarp (laughs) and I'd see all these people like rolling out their, their sore muscles. But then it was just like a party, you know, they'd just be talking and, and it was fun. And then, um, 
the other, I mean, this was more of like me meeting up with some folks at a hostel, but like the hikers there I didn't know and they were coming in there. I was like, can we roll too? We saw these balls and, you know, down and at some other, like they saw them at a store and they're like, we saw these balls and we were really curious about them. I said, yeah, have, have fun, roll out. And um, so that was really, really cool too. Um, I recently gave hikers a ride up to like, gosh, where was it? It was, it was up, up a mountain and it was just fun to like, it wasn't even about rolling out. It was just about doing something nice for someone and mm-hmm. spending like 30 minutes just talking about their experiences. I really got a lot out of that. And hopefully they did too. How has, cause, cause you've sort of been on both sides. Well, you haven't done a through hike per se. You've done obviously backpacking and mountaineering and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. How has the experience on the trail magic side um, been for you? I, I'm sort of deviating off a little bit of the cork balls here, but, yeah. but cause I, you know, I, I talked to a lot of people and, and I talked to them from the through hiker receiving the trail magic side and not necessarily from somebody who's giving the trail magic side. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, for me, I, when I give trail magic, it's me just wanting to help others and also express my appreciation for what they're doing and my utmost respect. I know, I I mean, backpacking is not easy and Mm -hmm. through hiking seems really freaking hard. And um, (laughs) I would love to be a through hiker, but as I mentioned before, I I do have two small kids. Um, I I co-parent them. So I have them half time. Um, which means the other half of the time I can go out on backpacking trips, which is why I am thinking about section hiking the PCT um, next year. I might even be able to do some of the JMT in August of this year. So oh, definitely considering that. Yeah. But um, I just, I, I express my gratitude to hikers when I meet them and I thank them for inspiring me because I wouldn't be doing the work that I do if I wasn't inspired by them putting so much effort into this journey. It's, it's amazing. I love it. I love that. I love that. Yeah. It's, it restores your faith in humanity on both sides. Yeah. And, and then just the, I don't know, you ever feel just good about doing something for someone? Like you don't expect anything in return. You don't need anything in return. You just get this sense of, like everything's going to be okay when you help someone and you just come from nothing. Uh, I don't know. I like that feeling a lot. Yeah. It's a feeling that you don't get or see a lot, I think now, because everything has been commoditized. Yeah. I, I understand that. Um, and that's why with my company, I, I deviate from that so strongly. I don't advertise um, I've, I've paid nothing for advertising. Everything has been grassroots. Mm-hmm. Um, it's me. I don't want to say hustling because that's, that's a negative connotation, but it's just me like taking the balls, throwing them in my car. I have a, a Ford Explorer. So my friend calls it the ball mobile. I throw a bunch <laughs> of stuff in there. Sometimes I bring a bunch of beers and I just like hang with people and I talk to them and get to know them and, and, get to understand their pain and their, their pleasure too. So I, I don't know. It's, it's very, it's a, it's a great job. I love it. (laughs) You, you found your niche. Apparently. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Apparently my niche is balls. (laughs) No, apparently my niche is, um, is service. And it's funny because I, I do, I think I'm naturally a caretaker. Uh, My parents, and my sisters, my sisters, doc, they're all doctors. So mm-hmm. I never had a desire to go into the medical field because I, I can't deal with the sight of blood. So, um, so I'm caretaking in a different way, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Is there anything we haven't talked about that you feel we need to talk about or, or needs to be said? Um, I do want to mention that I have this program called Share Your Balls and, um, it's, uh, Basically, if someone buys a ball from, from me, from Rology.com, mm-hmm. um, and then 
donates it to another hiker and shares their experience on Instagram and does a hashtag of share your balls. Um, I'll send them a free ball anywhere they are. And, um, you know, that's been actually really, really cool because it's, I'm basically, I want to recognize people for paying it forward because I think mm-hmm. it just feels so good to do that. So yeah, that's share your balls. And uh, yeah, if people are interested in learning more about the company and about me, um, you know, they can check out my Instagram at Rology or go to Rology.com. So, and I'm, I'm happy to answer any questions anybody has. Uh, I guess the best way to reach me would be Instagram. Okay. And that's Rology spelled R-A-W-L-O-G-Y. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I did my research. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. um, Yeah. Instagram's great. I love, I love that platform. I'm super active and I don't know, there's just like such a community around it. Mm -hmm. And, and that's another thing I think I should mention is Rology is all about community and, and pride in one's community. Um, I consider, I mean, I did a, like a pretty big post recently about how much pride I have in my trail family and my trail family is me and my two boys. So I, I definitely consider the hikers that I meet and who, who like roll out using the balls or even people who just ask questions. They're all part of the Rology trail family. So yep. One big happy family. Yeah. And I feel like it sort of is for kind of, all, all of the outdoor adventurers, you know, mm-hmm. they, they sort of have some one thing in common or something in common. Exactly. And it, it doesn't matter how you look, how you identify what your body shape is. I'm going to give you love and others in my community. I, I build a community where you will get love and you will be respected and appreciated no matter what. So mm-hmm. I, that's the type of, Oh, that's the kind of, those are the kind of people I hang with. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And I, I feel like I, I should sort of do a little shout out to, uh, to jukebox to Devin, um, since she's the one who oh, kind yeah. of put us together. I know. I love her. Oh, she's great. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's actually one of the people that I met at the hostel and I hadn't met her before I met her and, and peaches and mm-hmm. they are just so lovely and amazing um yeah so if you guys are listening hi guys yeah no i we will definitely do a little shout out and and it's funny i've been following her continuing adventures up in alaska and it looks epic 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 uh yeah i, I basically <laughs> like instagram message her and all when can i visit <laughs> i know exactly <laughs> i want to stay at the lodge and do all the things alaska I know. I want to see a moose. I'll bring balls. I know. They see mooses like every day. Mooses and bald egos seem to be the seem to be the thing. Oh yeah, bald eagles. That's like my spirit animal. Yep, I hear you. You're, you're. This episode is sort of a new a new model because every other episode has been with a through hiker, but yeah. this one's sort of branching out into uh, gear through hikers could use, um, or should know about potentially. And, and I love that we're sort of doing that because there are things out there that could be helpful for the mm-hmm. experience, the adventure that you don't necessarily think about, like carrying a ball to roll out with. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, and, and I appreciate you giving me the space to be able to talk mm-hmm. about it because you know, I, I think it's important that people know that tools like this exist and that they can manage their own pain. Absolutely. I, I'm 100% behind that. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, and you, and you see it when people come up to you when you're doing the trail magic and all of a sudden, you know, they see the balls, they know what to do with them. They've used them before probably. Yeah. In cases, but they don't yeah. think about carrying it with them. No, exactly. They don't think about carrying it with them. Or, you know, there's also people that I've worked with who are really, are actually kind of scared to use them because they think they're going to hurt themselves. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mentioned this earlier. You, yes, you can hurt yourself if you roll on a bone, a joint, a strain, a fracture. But I mean, other than that, you're, it's, it's difficult to hurt yourself. And as long as you go slow, and be kind to yourself. That's a huge thing. Be kind to yourself. You'll be fine. So I, whenever I do rollout workshops, oh, 
I should mention this. I don't know if you <laughs> yes. can fit this in the podcast. Damn. I'm going to be at PCT Trail Days and in Cascade Locks. And I was too late to get a booth. However, I'm going to be hanging out at the Ale House for three days. And I'm going to be setting up a tent and have um, like a rollout space. People can come and roll out and and learn about techniques and it's going to be like a fun workshop. So yeah, I just wanted to mention that to folks. Is there anything else that I don't that you can think, think of? So. Okay. I don't think so. If anybody has any questions, they should just find me on Instagram. Perfect. Just DM you. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Then I will uh, let you get on with your drive. Oh <laughs> yeah. I know I'm somewhere in the Mojave I think I'm seven and a half hours from Big Sur. So I have a little bit more driving ahead of me. Thank you again so much. Yeah, thank you. And, um, you know, I'll talk to you later. Show notes and links for Merrick's Balls can be found on our website at hiking-through.com. Special thanks to Merrick for sharing and Maya Wynn for the use of the song Try Again. If you have through hiking adventures to share, we'd love to hear them. Please email me at hikingthroughpodcast at gmail.com or you can also DM me on Instagram at hikingthroughpodcast. We would also love it if you would find us on your favorite podcast provider, and leave a review. I'll see you on the trail.